Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today um, we are in 1 Kings chapter 10, verses 1 through um, 29. And uh, the Queen of Sheba visits Solomon is the first part of the scripture, so let's go ahead and delve in. When the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his re relation to the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. Arriving at Jerusalem with a very great caravan with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold, and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all the all she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. When the queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, his cupbearers, and the burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. She said to the king, The report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true. But I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half was told me. In wisdom of wealth, you have too far exceeded the report I heard. How happy your men must be. How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Praise be to the Lord your God who has delighted in you and placed you on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord's eternal love for Israel, has, he has made you king to maintain justice and righteousness. And she gave the king 120 talents of gold, large quantities of spices, and precious stones. Never again were there were so many spices brought in as those the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Haram's ship, ships brought gold from Ophir, and from there they brought great cargoes of all, all, all mug wood and precious stones. The king used the all mug wood to make supports for the temple of the Lord for the royal palace, and to make harps and lyres for the musicians. So much all mug wood has never been imported or seen since that day. King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba all she desired and asked for, besides the, what he had given her out of the royal bounty. Then she left and returned to, with her retinue to her own country. Solomon's Splendor The weight of the gold of the Solomon received was yearly was 666 talents, not including the revenues from merchants and traders and from all the Arabian kings and the governors and of the land. King Solomon had 200 large shields of hammered gold. 600 bakas of gold went into each shield. He also made 300 small shields of hammered gold with three minas of gold in each shield. The king put them in the palace of the forest of Lebanon. Then the king made a great throne inlaid with ivory and overlaid the fine gold. The throne had six steps 
and its back head around top. On both sides of the seat with were armrests, with a lion standing beside each of them. Twelve lions stood on the six steps, one on either end of each step. Nothing like it had ever been made for from for any other kingdom. All King Solomon's goblets were gold, and all the household articles in the palace of the forest of Lebanon were pure gold. Nothing was made of silver, because silver was considered of little value in Solomon's days. The king had a fleet of trading ships at at sea, along with the ships of Haram. Once every three years it returned, cargo carrying gold, silver, and ivory, and apes and baboons. King Solomon was a gr- was greater in riches and wisdom than all the other kings of the earth. The whole world sought audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. Year after year, everyone who came brought a gift, articles of silver and gold, robes, weapons, and spices, and horses and mules. Solomon accumulated chariots and horses. He had 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horses, which he kept in the chariot cities and also with him in Jerusalem. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones, and cedar as plentiful as sycamore fig trees in the foothills. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and from Kuo. The royal merchants purchased them from Kuo. They imported a chariot from Egypt for 600 shekels, of silver and a horse for a hundred and fifty. They also exported them to all the kings of the Hittites and of the Armenians. Okay, let's go ahead and head to the New Testament reading. Hi everyone, this is your New Testament reading of the day. This is James chapter 1 verses 1 through um, 27 and let's go ahead and read the scripture. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations. Greetings. Trials and temptations. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all who without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he has doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. The brother is in humble circumstances, ought to take pride in his high position. But the one who is rich should take pride in his low position, because he will pass away like a wild flower. From the sun rises with the scorching heat and withers, the plant its blossoms fails, and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich man will fade away, even while he goes about his business. Blessed is a man who preserves under trial, 
because he, when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot tempt, be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he, when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and, and enticed. Then, after desire, after desire he has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full, full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He choose, chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Listening and doing. My dear brothers, take note that of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Therefore, get rid of the moral filth and the evil that is so pre prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what is it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not for getting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and fault, faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world let's go ahead and close in prayer dear god i just thank you for everything you've done i thank you for giving me uh for blessing us lord and giving us our daily bread i just pray that you get show us your mercy and grace lord in jesus name amen god bless you have a good day